0: Hey, everybody, to dress to impress or not. That's what we are exploring today. My hope is that you leave this time together feeling encouraged, confident in yourself, and confident in your innate beauty inside and out. I hope you feel ready to channel your gifts and your talents towards improving your ability to lead and improving your ability to have influence on the people around you. And just in case you think that how we dress seems a little unrelated to our leadership potential, I promise it's not. It's absolutely related, and I'm really excited to share with you why. So in today's episode, I'm giving you three different areas where the choices we make about what to wear and the thought process we have behind those style choices have huge impacts on our leadership. You can do that through becoming a part of this community on Instagram, my website, bestyoucanbe.com, or by subscribing and leaving helpful comments. Okay, so first things first, what is leadership? I mean, a broad brushstroke definition would be something like, leadership is influence. Or the ability to influence people. But neither of those definitions give us any insight into what a great leader looks like. And of course, that's why we have this podcast, because there are a lot of different ways you can look like a great leader, right? In each of our episodes, we either have a guest who we get to learn from, and they're usually from really different walks of life, they each have a unique perspective on leadership and specifically on women's leadership. And if we don't have a guest, then we dive into a topic that leaves us better equipped to grow into our leadership. Or maybe we go over some important character traits or skills that we need to cultivate. But at the end of the day, we almost always come back to the same general message that you have gifts and you have past experiences, both good and bad, and you have things you're really passionate about. I know you do. So the question then becomes... How can we best plug those things into setting you up for success and putting you in the best place possible for you to flourish as a leader and as a good influence on the people around you, right? And it's with all of that in mind that today I actually want to talk about fashion. (laughs) So first, we are going to talk about first impressions. Second, we're going to go over getting people's attention. And third... Spoiler alert, we'll look into why dressing to impress is not something to put too much emphasis on at the end of the day. So first impressions. Who remembers the first day of school outfit drama? I hope I'm not the only one. I had some friends in middle school who would have their outfits picked weeks in advance. And I don't know about you, but... First day of school clothes shopping was definitely a thing when I was in middle school, like literally shopping for that one showstopper outfit for the first day of school after summer break. And it's really fun to think about the hype in hindsight because sometimes I'll look back on my school pictures. Actually, that's another one. School picture day for the yearbook is another great example of this. I mean, the amount of time that went into agonizing over what outfit to wear or agonizing about fixing my bangs and I don't know when I ever thought it was a great idea for me to get those because I definitely could not pull that off. But the amount of time that went into the outfit for that school picture and all you end up seeing of the outfit is like from the shoulder up, right? Ridiculous. But anyway, I'll look back on these pictures and I can immediately recall the stress of outfit picking. And then I'm just asking my 10-year-old self, why on earth did you think you would stop traffic in that tacky pink polo? <laughs> like, what was going through your mind, little Brigida? That's sort of the conversations that I'm, that I'm having. And the answer, of course, is that I was worried about making good impressions. And I actually don't think that's a bad thing. I mean, we all know this. We all know we get judged. And we all know we judge. And I catch myself subconsciously walking around outside critiquing people's outfits. And I know I'm not the only one. We all do this. It's just how our brains are wired to do this quick, thin slice of someone else. And of course, that isn't to say that we can't be super wrong sometimes. I know we've all done that as well. I've thought, you know, for example, I've thought I wouldn't be friends with someone before and then we ended up clicking on all sorts of different levels, but From a basic perspective of how our brains are literally wired, the fact that we all care about first impressions because we naturally make tiny, tiny superficial judgments all day long is not a bad thing. Vanessa Van Edwards, she's a best-selling author of a book called Captivate, The Science of Succeeding with People. She actually suggests that when we get on a Zoom call, we position ourselves in such a way that people on the call with us can see our hands. Which, if you think about that, that's kind of weird, right? Like when you get on a Zoom call, really people only see your face or you have nothing up and it just says your name or your screensaver picture thing. But she suggests showing your hands for a reason. So whether that's having the camera far enough to see your hands and your face and more of your body, or intentionally maybe resting your chin on one of your hands, for some reason, we see someone else's hands and we subconsciously decide friend or foe. Clenched in a fist, foe. Open and relaxed, friend. So somewhere in our existence, our judginess has actually served us well. And just to back this up a little bit more, because this definitely is not an idea that I came up with, there have been loads of different experiments and studies showing ways in which we make snapshot judgments of other people. A study that was published in the Journal of Neuroscience found that the brain automatically responds to a person's trustworthiness just based on his or her facial features and facial expressions before it's even consciously perceived by us that that's what we're doing in our brains. That study was headed up by a man named Jonathan Freeman. He was an assistant professor at New York University's Department of Psychology at that time, if that's something that you want to look up. And then there was another published study called Brain Mechanisms of Social Comparison and Their Influence on the Reward System. And it's really interesting. It overviews how whenever we interact with others, we judge them. And whenever we make such judgments, we compare them with ourselves, other people, or internalized standards. But anyway, it's with all of this in mind that my first tip for how to dress for success and let your wardrobe serve your leadership potential is actually to encourage you to just play the game sometimes. Is judging people good? No, absolutely not. But we can't change subconscious human nature. And I want you to be set up to be perceived in your best possible light. So what I mean by that is, you know, we frequently hear things like express yourself. And maybe for when we are at the beginning rungs of our leadership ladder, there are a few things that we choose to use as ways to express ourselves or present ourselves in our clothes our hair or things like that that we might just not want to express about ourselves for the time being so i'm going to call a few things out these are just examples please don't get offended if one applies to you because there is a caveat to all of this but purple hair or really really out there lipstick excessive piercings or tattoos you know maybe a super opinionated t-shirt I'm sure something comes to mind that you've seen before and you're kind of like, oh, like, I don't know if I would maybe want to be friends with that person because that t-shirt is not making me feel very good. You know, just thinks it could be considered offensive by some or something like that. Things like that, in my opinion, are not always the best choice for your leadership. You know, and if you if you love to dye your hair, go for it. That's awesome. And is that because no one will ever respect someone with purple hair? Of course not. I mean, I'd be friends with someone who has green hair, blue hair, no hair, like whatever. But given that all of us, you, me, everyone included, we all make these tiny little judgments all day long. And maybe purple hair is just a little bit too far out of the norm to not be distracting. And it might carry a little bit of a stigma. And again, please, please, please hear me carefully. I'm only saying this to you because I want you to earn the respect of others as quickly and as organically as possible so you can use your influence and leadership for good. So in other words, I'm just trying to set you up for success and this is an area where I truly believe it's worth it to play it safe until you get your footing or until you have that following of people who know you, like you, and trust you. It's not always worth it to express yourself if it's going to backfire and prevent people from initially seeing everything about you that's so incredible. Sometimes those distractions that we put on outside of ourselves just add an extra obstacle between us and the people trying to get to know us and eventually trust us for leadership and advice. So that's the first thing. The second thing is the clothes we wear can get people's attention. And I'm not talking about the, oh my gosh, your dress is so cute, where'd you get it kind of attention. Have you ever opened up Instagram, started to scroll and then stop? She's showing a ton of skin and she looks way better than me and now I'm going down a rabbit hole and I really don't feel great about myself. I've done that before and it can be super damaging. And that's not just Instagram. I mean, that can just be walking out and about, right? But I'll use Instagram as an example and let's let's take intent into consideration here. So we all know there's a distinction between someone choosing to wear something in order to get attention or maybe in order to get more likes and someone choosing to wear something just because. So not only intent, but i also want to take grace into consideration as well we wear certain things to get attention especially as women because we can get attention and i look at this from a creation perspective and i'll try my best to share it in a way that's relatable so there's a great book called captivating by john and stacy eldridge it's one of my favorite books ever and it tells the story of god creating man and woman And all of creation, all of the animals, all of the earth, of everything God created, his creation of woman is the crown jewel. Think of it like an artist who has a huge gallery of paintings on display and in the very center of this museum-like gallery is the artist's very favorite painting. He or she could have painted thousands of paintings, but this is the favorite painting. And it's at the very center of the gallery on a special display. And that's us. God made us to be beautiful. And yes, that includes you. You are stunning. But that might not be something you want to use for getting attention, especially in a professional setting. And I'd like to explain to you why. For one, in a professional setting, it's just distracting. So the choice is yours, of course, but... I want to ask you a question and have you honestly answer it with yourself. Would you rather gain your rapport or your reputation for how smart you are, how talented you are, and how great you are at X, Y, and Z, or would you rather get your reputation just for the clothes you choose to wear and the outer shell of what you look like? And I'm not saying you need to wear a trash bag and sweatpants every day. So please use common sense. But try to keep that in mind. And I think it will be a really fulfilling addition to your leadership growth journey. And the other reason why I think showing excessive skin isn't the best for your leadership is because it doesn't always build other people up. So let's go back to the beginning of this episode. What is leadership? It's influence. And there's a whole lot of good character good intentions encouragement service and generosity behind it now let's go back to the last time you scrolled on instagram and had one of those scroll stopping moments where you're thinking to yourself she she looks incredible why can't i have those legs or her this or her that we don't all have control over the reactions that people have to what we share not really But we can just be mindful of feeding into the comparison trap, which ultimately has the least encouraging impacts on other women and girls. And then I'll just add here at the end, just my own two cents. As a girl, you know, you get a lot of likes and then it's over. That's not fulfilling. Or, you know, you go to the event and you might get a couple extra glances from random people, but that's not fulfilling either. We all have this deeply rooted desire to be known. And we want to be known at a level that goes much, much deeper than just what we look like and what our clothes are that we wear and, you know, how appealing we can make ourselves seem. It goes deeper than any of that. So that might just be, you know, leadership of self more than than leadership of other people. But Our ability to lead other people starts with our ability to lead ourselves, so I still think that's worth mentioning and worth reflecting on for yourself. You know, we all have to come to these conclusions on our own, of course. Hey, you guys, I'm just going to quickly hit the pause button on this to just say thank you to everybody who has left a star rating and a comment review for the podcast. It truly makes such a significant impact on expanding our ability to reach more young women and encourage them in their confidence, their leadership, their personal journeys. So it truly means the world to me, each and every review. I love it. And I'm so thankful. And if you haven't gotten the chance to do that yet, this is just your friendly reminder that it is something that I would be so grateful from the very bottom of my heart that is not an understatement and let's keep going and last but not least let's not put too much emphasis on the clothes we wear at the end of the day yes you know the first point still stands that first impressions do exist so let's use that to our benefit in how we present ourselves to the world and to the people in our life who we get to lead and mentor to And yes, the second point still stands, the clothes we wear or lack thereof can contribute to other women and girls comparing themselves to your highlight reel. Even though that's ultimately totally out of your control as a leader, the type of attention you're intending for your clothes to get is important to consider. And I'm actually going to repeat that last sentence just because there are a lot of ways I can be misinterpreted here. The type of attention you are intending for your clothes to get you is important to consider. So those two points still stand. And at the end of the day, whether you look the part or not, whether you're dressed to the nines or looking like a more haphazardly put together person, trends change. First impressions can be reversed. Mistaken judgments can be corrected. The clothes we wear can become a competition in school, work, friend groups, because she always looks straight out of the latest fashion blog and I need to look better and things like that. Don't let clothes and how we look distract you from your true purpose. You're listening to this podcast to develop yourself into the leader you were born to grow into. You're taking steps to cultivate discipline. You're reminding yourself to reach out to a friend and check in periodically. You're seeking to serve. You're trying to learn how to be a better listener or how to puck up the courage to try and speak in front of a group. You're doing all of this to change others' lives for the better and to influence them for good. Not to be known for how cute your clothes are. And for what it's worth, people won't even remember the things you say to them. They won't remember the way you looked or dressed when you interacted with them. But they will remember how you made them feel. People remember how you make them feel. So to wrap up, understand that good first impressions are helpful and tiny subconscious judgments are just normal things we all do as humans. With that in mind, maybe some choices about how you dress might want to conform, for lack of a better word, if you feel like it will help you skip a bit of that judgment zone and avoid the setbacks in your leadership relationships that can come with that again the ball is in your court here i'm just encouraging you to put yourself in the most favorable position to be well received by others and please take grace into account knowing that we are all hardwired to make these tiny judgments If I could wave my wand and just make us all stop doing that, I would. But for now, it's the way of the world. And I'm more concerned with your future trajectory than with changing the fabric of our brain's way of observing the world. And then there's attention. It can be good. It can be bad. And attention is something to think about even though you can't always control how people will think when they see you. That's why I'd like to stress the intent Behind the clothes choices, you make more than the choices themselves. The type of attention you are intending for your clothes to get you is important to consider. And let's remember that we really want to build our reputation on things that have actual substance. Like how smart we are, how caring we are, how genuine we are. Rather than drawing attention away from what's on the inside to just the outer shell. And then lastly, people remember how you make them feel. I might compliment you on your outfit, and you might feel super confident rocking those jeans and that's all great, but at the end of the day, people will remember how you make them feel. And one of our biggest priorities as leaders within our different communities is to make other people feel important and loved. So to finish this up, this was a hard topic to brainstorm about. Just being honest, but I do hope it makes sense. If you ever want to have a conversation about one of these topics and your own leadership journey, just reach out to me, please. Probably best on Instagram, but you can also reach me through our website, bestyoucanbe.com. And I look forward to hearing from you. And last but not least, thank you. I mean, that so genuinely. Thank you for supporting me in this dream of a women's leadership podcast. And thank you for pouring into your leadership development because our world needs good leadership and we definitely need yours.